This program is brought to you by the University of Southern Queensland. What's up everyone? My name is Russell and you are listening to phoenixradio.com.au. That was Dean Lewis with Falling Up. It's 2.07pm and what time is it? It is Hero Time in which I'll be bringing you up to date on all the latest in pop culture news for your hearing pleasure. Coming up this week, a new actor joins the cast of The Last of Us HBO series. Ghost of Tsushima's director's cut has been announced for the PS4 and PS5 with improved upgrades. James Gunn said that pre-WandaVision Marvel shows are non-canon, and Lovecraft Country is cancelled by HBO after just one season. But first up in our top story, coming from the folks of IGN, the Last of Us series at HBO has cast Dumbo star Nico Parker to play Joel's daughter Sarah. Pedro Pascal has already been cast as Joel in the upcoming series. Deadline reports that Parker is the newest member to be cast in the Last of Us series. She will join Pascal, Bella Ramsey, who play Ellie, and Gabrielle Luna, who has been cast as Joel's brother Tommy. Meryl Dandridge will reprise her role as Marlene, who she voiced in Naughty Dog's video game. Parker is a relatively new actor, having played Millie Ferrier in 2019's live-action Dumbo film directed by Tim Burton. Parker is the daughter of Thandie Newton, one of the stars on shows like Westworld, who is also on HBO. The Last of Us is a critically acclaimed video game series that has been adapted into a television series from HBO. Chernobyl creator Craig Mazin is working with The Last of Us creator Neil Druckmann for the series and will adapt events from the first game. Druckmann said the series will stay pretty close to the game at places, but other parts may deviate greatly because TV is a different medium. One area Druckmann says the series will explore more of its the drama between characters. The Last of Us is set to begin filming next month, and we'll wait until the series drop to break down what's changed and what hasn't during the adaptation process. Up next, reports from IGN confirmed that Ghost of Tsushima director's cut has been announced for both the PS4 and the PS5. This updated version will include PS5-specific enhancements plus a new Iki Island expansion. The director's cut will come to both consoles on the 20th of August. As the name implies, Ghost of Tsushima director's cut will include the original game, every bit of additional content Sucker Punch Production released, plus a new island to explore as part of the Iki Island expansion. Iki Island is the neighboring island to Tsushima and will add a new chapter to Jin's adventure. Alongside the new island to explore, there will be a new storyline to follow, though details are being kept a secret. Expect new environments, new armor, new techniques, and more when you visit Iki Island. On the PS5 front, new players will find that the PS5 version will have lip sync for both English and Japanese voiceover. 
plus the PS5 version will have haptic feedback and adaptive triggers. 3D audio drastically improved load times, different 4K resolution options, presumably a performance and visual mode, and the targeted 60 FPS. Your save file from the PS4 version will also transfer over to the PS5. Ghost of Tsushima is a 2020 action-adventure game set in feudal Japan during the Mongol invasion. Players Jin Sakai, a wayward samurai lord who must use his skills as a warrior or a ninja to save his island home. A Ghost of Tsushima movie is currently in the works. In the meantime, the Ghost of Tsushima director's cut, as stated before, will be released on the PS4 and the PS5 on the 20th of August. Up next, IGN reports that there was a time before Marvel Studios began producing its own TV shows for Disney+, Plus. that there were a bunch of different Marvel shows already on TV with dubious connections to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And director of The Suicide Squad and Guardians movies, James Gunn, says that even shows like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. don't really count. In the pre-Disney Plus era, there were quite a number of different Marvel TV shows. Netflix had its own interconnected Defenders universe featuring Daredevil, Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, and Iron Fist, which had only the loosest connection to the MCU. There was also the ABC Disney produced shows like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and Agent Carter, which directly referenced the MCU and both Agent Coulson and Agent Carter were in MCU films themselves. But in a Twitter thread, Gunn started about actors who are in the both MCU and the DC universe. The director says he doesn't include pre-WandaVision shows in the MCU. The director justifies this by saying there was never any coordination between the earlier TV stuff and the cinematic side of Marvel like there is now. The history between Marvel Television and Marvel Studios is tricky for sure. After the success of Phase 1 and The Avengers, Marvel Television spun up Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. at Disney-owned ABC Studios. And while there were entire seasons dedicated to the events that happened in the movies, Season 2's storyline about S.H.I.E.L.D. after the events of Captain America and the Winter Soldier, for example, the show and films never cross over. Other shows produced by Marvel Television, like Hulu's Legion and Runaways, or the Netflix Marvel shows, were even further distanced from the MCU. Eventually, Marvel Television was folded into Marvel Studios, and Kevin Feige now oversees every Marvel property, film, and TV as chief creative officer of Marvel. This has put Marvel's pre-Disney Plus TV history into a bit of a limbo. Marvel Studios technically inherit all of the TV shows produced by Marvel Television, but so far, none of the movies or Disney Plus shows acknowledge their existence. Even when Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. was on the air, 
the references were always a one-way street with the show acknowledging the movies, but not vice versa. That hasn't stopped fans from speculating over potential crossovers, though. Charlie Cox, who played Daredevil for Netflix, remains a popular figure among fans who hope to see the actor again as Daredevil in a proper MCU movie. But that's just a wish for now. Gunn is ready to premiere his take on The Suicide Squad before going back into the MCU to direct the third Guardians of the Galaxy movie. The final reports of the day, reports coming from, you guessed it, IGN states that after only one season, Lovecraft Country is coming to an end at HBO. The network has decided against moving forward with a continuation as reported by Deadline. We will not be moving forward with the second season of Lovecraft Country, HBO said in a statement we are grateful for this dedication and artistry of the gifted cast and crew and to Misha Green, who crafted this groundbreaking series. And to the fans, thank you for joining us on this journey. The cancellation comes despite the series' very strong word of mouth. Lovecraft Country debuted its first episode in August last year. The season finale achieved a series' high audience of 1.5 million viewers, becoming the most watched new episode of an original series on HBO Max in its first day of the streaming service. By the time the season had aired its finale, the Lovecraft Country premiere episode had managed to draw over 10 million viewers. The decision against the second season is not completely surprising as Lovecraft Country was adapted from the solo novel of the same name by Matt Ruff. However, HBO has been considering a continuation of the series. In October, showrunner Misha Green stated that she was in talks with the network about another season. She added that she envisioned a second series would carry on the spirit of Matt Ruff's novel by continuing to reclaim the genre-telling space that people of color have typically been left out of. And that's all the time for Hero Time this week. Thank you very much for listening to this week's edition of Hero Time. Join me again next week while I keep you up to date on all the latest in pop culture news for your absolute hearing pleasure. And don't forget you can follow me on Twitter at Phoenix Hero Time for all the pop culture news I tweet. And if you want to catch up on this week's episode of Hero Time, listen to it again on Phoenix Radio Podcast, on Apple Podcast, Spotify, and Wooshka. Thanks again for listening. My name is Russell, and for all the programs you love, keep it right to phoenixradio.com.au. Have a good day, everyone. Bye-bye.